Welcome back to another session of the round table. Guys, I'm LB yours truly. You see it this evening. We do have that gentleman from Shelby, North Carolina, Cleveland County's finest, DJ Dr. Jim, waiting to come up and tell us all about UNITY in the community. All that more when we come back. You are now tuned into Urban Voice Media. As I said before the intro, ladies and gentlemen, we have yours truly, DJ Dr. Jim. Waiting in the background, he's really doing some big things down in Shelby, North Carolina. Guys, I had a chance to go down to Shelby last, I think it was last Friday, and sit down with Dr. Jim and sit in his studio and sit on his show and talk in reference to DJing and the, all the wonderful things we're doing over here at Urban Voice Media. And on the after we had such a good time, I said, hey, Jim, I got to have you come back to my side and spend some time. But before I bring him up, I'm going to give a shout out to Big Mama's over. If anybody's out towards the Midwest or the Mid-something, somewhere over there near uh, 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 Toto and Dorothy and the, uh, the Wizard of Oz and all that and everything, go by Big Mama's. They're in Omaha, Nebraska. She is the it's the home of the sweet potato pie ice cream. I personally didn't have the ice cream, but I did have some other stuff with the sweet potato pie. But if you go by, they, they do cater and everything. Let me look down because I ain't memorized the number, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be picking at me. I can read. 402-455-MAMA. If you're out towards the Omaha, Nebraska area, go by. Or call 402-455-MAMA. They may even ship some stuff. I really don't know. But. Big Mama's in the house. By saying that, who's in the house now? We have yours truly, DJ, Dr. Jim. How's it going, my brother? What's going on, my brother? How you doing? Man, you and ITY, man. You said that right. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Jim, me and you go back way, way, way back in the DJing days. But what I want you to do, Jim, is... This is really not going to be so much of an interview for me to you. It's just you just telling my audience who you are and what you're doing now big. What did you? How did you get into DJing back in the days? I, I started out, man, uh, 1987 in Shelby, North Carolina, just listening to Powerline AWPG 
in Charlotte, North Carolina. Of course, my mentor back in those days was the guy, uh, Dr. John. His name is Johnny Westbrook. Uh, they used to come up from Charlotte. They were known as the WPG All-Stars. They used to come up to a nightclub here in Shelby, North Carolina, uh, called uh, Another Dimension. And that's where we used to go out and party back in those days. And one thing led to another, and I just uh, started liking the things that I saw in DJing. And one thing led to another, and Dr. Jim came about. You know, how did you how, how did you come up with that name, Doctor? Come because because yeah. when people say Doctor, they want like, what school did you go to? Right, right. What, what, what Actually, I just. Actually, I just got that from my mentor. He went by Dr. John, so I went by Dr. Jim. Oh yeah, so that's so so he uh he, he was the one who gave you your degree. And you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that. Oh man, that's awesome. That's awesome. So from DJing, did you at, at, at what what age range was this when you were DJing real real strong? I would say at the age of twenty one. Uh, a lot of things started opening for me in my life, DJing at different nightclubs in Shelby, North Carolina, DJing at different parties, wedding receptions, and things like that. Okay. And at, at what point in time did you say, hey, you know, I wouldn't mind being on a, one of the radio stations, maybe even Power 98 at the time? Back then, Power 98 was the hottest thing in, in and around Charlotte and the surrounding areas. Everybody was uh, jamming the Power 98, you know, and then eventually uh, V101.9 came about and then 105.3 came about. So slowly but surely, uh, times begin to change and the, the different volume and radio stations begin to change. And so what I done was just uh, took a toll on all the radio stations and one thing led to another. And I just, just had the determination that I wanted to get down to one of the radio stations to become a DJ there. What, what, what did you do to say, hey, guys, uh, I can do what you guys are doing. I want to be a part of y'all's show. Did you, did you do anything at that point in time to try to get plugged in? What I done, I was uh, affiliated with a lot of DJs down at different radio stations down in Charlotte, North Carolina. And slowly but surely, they was beginning to teach me by the steps, one step at a time, uh, into uh, broadcasting, the promotional work, and things like that there. So that that's how everything came about. So what what happened between, at that point in time, what happened as to whether you, you did, did you ever make it down to the station to, you know, give it a tryout? I, I did, but it, it, it wasn't on the level to where I was actually uh, actually being tried out down there. What I was doing was just going down, just taking up some knowledge and wisdom. A lot of the things that they were doing on air, I was just beginning to just actually just take notes and just watch them to, to see that when and if my time ever came about, I would be ready. Mm -hmm. Did you ever get a chance to connect with Barbara Taylor May? I did. Uh, you know, she's passed away, God rest her soul now. Uh, her, back in those days, her and DJ Easy Ice, was down at Power 98 WPG, and actually we done a lot of things together with with those guys down at WPG and show. So, so you guys, you guys are still connected in some type of uh, uh, DJ pool, then, right? As far as yes, yeah. yes, he has 
he has uh, a station down in Charlotte, North Carolina, along with BJ Murphy. Um, they have they have a station called the Bomb down in Charlotte, North Carolina. So they're those guys are certainly doing great things down in the area of Charlotte, North Carolina, and the surrounding area. Now, right now, you're sitting inside your your studio. Am I correct? Yes, sir. And the name of your studio is called um... WPCS Shelby Podcast. All right. And, and what and what does that mean? WCPS. WPCS. We promote community success. All right. All right. We promote community success. Now, how did you come up with that name? Well, I wanted to get something for the community. This is what it was all about. And you know, obviously, around in and around Shelby and the surrounding areas, everybody doesn't always get the proper recognition that they deserve to get once they're doing outstanding things in our community. So what I wanted to do was to promote individuals that's doing positive things in and around our area to bring them in our podcast, set them down, do an interview with them, and let the world know that, hey, we have positive people that's doing positive things in and around Shelby, North Carolina. So we wanted to actually bring them in, get them on the air, and let everybody know, hey, we got people that's doing great things. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when 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 did you when did you up launch uh, WPCS? This has been launched about, I would say, probably about nine months now. Uh, I graduated from Cleveland Community College uh, in May of last year. And probably I would say about July, uh, we started launching everything here at WPCS. And slowly but surely, we got everything operating. And so now we're up and running. All right. Is that correct right there, WPCS? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So you, um, when I was up last Friday, me and you, we covered uh, my history on DJing to the point where we uh, – we also came up with Urban Voice Media, and I've been one of the hosts here on Hot Topics and the Roundtable Session. What are some right. of the uh, What are some of the t- type of broadcasts that you have there at WPCS? We we have a different variety of show. What we try and do is to try to implement uh, different shows for everybody. Um, I, one of our main shows that we have is called Unity in the Community. That show particularly. Uh, functions, individuals that's doing positive things in our community. We bring them in and just uh, display their talents and the things that they're doing. Another show, uh, matter of fact, a new show that we're getting ready to implement this coming Sunday is called What Did Your Pastor Talk About Today? We're going to implement that this coming Sunday, uh, beginning at 5 o'clock p.m. And one of our main shows that we have is called... um, Life after the penal system. That's why individuals. I I, I mean to cut you off right down the penal system part, but let's go back to what did your pastor talk about today? Okay, ready to start something, right? Well, you know, there's a lot of churches in Shelby in Cleveland County. Right, you have a lot of people calling want to talk about what they favorite pastor talked about. So you're gonna be there for several hours, right? Well, you know, that that's what it's all about. We want to get everybody in here. You know, we, we obviously we can't get everybody at one time. 
but we want to get as many as possible in to say, well, hello, everybody. We want to bring everybody in here, set them down, because once that program gets united, uh, everybody can just come in and have a great time. Praise God. Awesome. Awesome. We salute to you, Margaret Freeman. Hello back to you, sweetie. Uh, Dr. Jim, like I said, you 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 want to something. What did your pastor talk about? Now, right. I don't mean no harm, but I can see that. I can see that on a, on a, uh, on a TV show throughout the week. What did right. your pastor? Now, you might want to patent that right quick. I don't know if I don't know if you can do it now because this is being aired all over. <laughs> right. you know I've been getting up in Canada. So you might want to hurry up and patent that. What did your pastor talk about? This right. Week? Right. <laughs> because you I know well, that's big. Well, right? one thing, one thing about it, one thing about it, if somebody does pick it up, I, I can always say, hey, they heard it on, on LB Lee show. You know what I mean? On the round table. So yeah. we can always say that. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. Dr. Jim, I have something that I want to show the audience. And um, it's an article that the Shelby Star there, they they wrote in reference to you. Uh, this was on March the 6th of this year. And the Shelby Star, they said, Jimmy Hall is all about lifting up others, inspiring unity and shining a light on the positive stories in the community. They also said for, for many years, Hall who was known as DJ Dr. Jim had a dream of owning a radio station. And although he's had to adapt and change plans, he's finding new ways to making this dream come true. Can you honestly say now, Dr. Jim, that that dream has came true for you? Yes, sir. I, I certainly can. You know, that that's all about when I first started out DJing, that was my ultimate dream. Just to, to to actually to be on the air somewhere. And then it went from there to, hey man, I, I can own my own station one day. That that was in the making. And you have it now. Now you have it. And and, and that's and that right there, that right there goes to show, you know, uh I, I also heard a gentleman say one of the mottos, if your heart can believe and your mind can conceive then your dreams can become reality and this is what it was all about right here for me with god's grace you know i, I have to stop and just give god all the praises that he's worthy do you know without him it's no me you know so it, th this is not my doing this is god's doing i'm, I'm on, like i tell everybody and like i even told you once upon a time when you was here i'm on the passenger side god is doing the driving so it, it, it's not me. So what you see, God is doing the drive. So I, I'm just sitting back. One of the, one of my uh, most favorite words that I've taught, maybe that I was taught maybe 25, 30 years ago, is called humility. And I often have that everywhere I take it with me. And that's one thing that I have to have in any and everything that I do in life. Doctor Jim, throughout the pandemic, because. You speaking in reference to inspiration, and I want I want to hold that ticket, but I also want to bring something else to light. Throughout the the beginning of the pandemic, you started something on Facebook where you're doing the Quiet Storm. Can you tell a little bit about that as well? Because I had a lot of people tapping into that because nobody was going anywhere. We had nothing to do other than watch TV, and you gave inspiration for us to tune in on Facebook and listen to your tunes, and also you gave us a chance to. Um, 
re- do requests, something that DJs don't too much like anymore. But you gave us the right. same request. Exactly. What I do every night um, at nine o'clock p.m. is go live on Facebook and do my quiet storm, where it's slow jam after slow jam after slow jam. It's soft to warm the quiet storm with DJ Dr. Jim. That's awesome, ladies and gentlemen. He has an ending to that as well. <laughs> he said, if it's, "If it's the Lord's will, something, something, something. If the creek don't rise, can you say that part for me, Doctor Jim?" Prov- provided the good Lord's willing, of course, the creek doesn't rise. <laughs> that's true my brother that's real true that's you, real true you and dj dollar bill used to come up with some sayings my brother oh hey man <laughs> hey my hat goes off to the late great one 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 of the best mentors that i've ever had in this dj career of mine is the late great dollar bill i call him the prime minister of funk that's what he was known as in our world, man, because that was my man. That was that was one of my favorite mentors in my in my career as being a DJ. So my hat always would go off to him, and he will always remain top notch in my career as a DJ and as a friend and as a brother. Doctor Jim, um, I said it on your podcast. A lot of people really didn't know or picked it up when Dollar Bill was around me. He didn't call me King B. He called me Poindexter. And right. the reason why he called me Poindexter was because I was precise with my records. I just wouldn't pull him out of the jackets and just throw them right. back down. I will pull them out and put them back where they belong. And I would also alcohol them up and everything to make sure they sound crisp and clear once you're hearing it versus it having dust, dirt, or whatever, and the, and the needle jumping. But I'm like you, uh, Dr. Jim. I took right. my hat off to the dollar bill because he did teach me a lot as well, especially in reference to holding that microphone and you know uplifting that crowd even more with my voice going back to something inspiring what inspired you to come up with the event that you have how many times a year do you do unity in the community once uh, a year i I have done it twice a year um but i normally try to do it on an annual basis um of course obviously if the crowd is if, if, if the if society really wants it done twice a year i'll try to accommodate that but really just maybe once a year is is where i'm focused at right now what inspired you to come up with unity in the community what happened in your life to say hey i need to do this a lot of things i saw shelby and the surrounding areas and not just here in shelby but our world man was was getting in a in an uproar a lot of things was happening to a lot of our young young african-american individuals throughout this entire world and it wasn't just in shelby to charlotte to atlanta to los angeles new york it was all over the world so my aim was to say just right here in shelby if it can start right here in shelby north carolina to try and have unity in our community and that's what it was all about that's how it originated what all type of things uh, take place at the event that you hold? Excuse me. What all type of things? What all, what all type of uh, attractions are there at the event that you hold? What What we try to do is we try to have something for everybody, and when I speak of everybody, I mean for the kids, for the young adults, uh, for the grown folks, 
for the senior citizens, for everybody. We get individuals that come in and speak uh, to the crowd of people. We have um, different kinds of things for the younger kids, perhaps some things to play, bouncy houses, uh, water, water spring things, and just different things that can try and accommodate every age group out here. Now, what 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 time period this year will, will you be having unity in the community? We have set number six. We have got it set for Sunday, excuse me, for Saturday, May the 13th, 2023, from 11 o'clock a.m. to 2 o'clock p.m. at Changes Church, located at 341 Hudson Street in Shelby, North Carolina. So from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m.? Yes. And if people want to be a part of it, such as maybe food trucks, vendors, or something of that nature, who, would they, who what number would they need to call to contact someone? They could, they could give me a call at 704-974-1566, or they can call us right here at WPCS podcast at 704-974-1593 or they can email me at dj um d-r-j-i-m-h-a-l-l at gmail.com okay let's see if i got this right dr jim those look pretty good to you Yes, sir. All of the DJ, Dr. Jim Hall, all of those are lowercase letters. Okay. You heard that from yours truly. Now, Dr. Jim, let's go back to unity in the community. <clears throat> I came to one event you had, and you had the, was it the police chief there, Shelby police chief? Yes, sir. I personally had another, uh, I wanted to speak to the police chief, but there was a lot of people there. And one thing I wanted to bring to the rise since the event is titled, unity in the community i wanted to unify the police uh law enforcement with the community the urban community right urban i don't just mean my skin color and me and you we, we talked about that and i told you what my vision on it was and that was to have the police chief to go to not a clergyman not a golf buddy not a hunting buddy that he sees there or uh someone in uh in the political field that he sees there actually right. someone like me not you but someone like me that he don't know and go out with me to eat dinner come to my house and hang out with me one saturday one friday one wednesday one tuesday one monday whatever day come hang out with me all day just hang out with me and vice versa we go out and eat again breakfast lunch or dinner and i go to his place and hang out with him help him wash his car we change the oil we just do men stuff outside or we just sit in the house and just just talk about whatever but the conversation seemed as if was it fair for the chief to do it or has someone else to do it i thought i came home uh jim and i thought about that and i said hmm i see far too many how the followers are so corrupt and I wonder, are the followers following the chief's lead or their own lead? And do the chief know what the followers are doing? So that's why I went back and I thought about it. I said, no, 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 no. Police chief of Shelby, North Carolina, if you're listening, you should be the one 
that should go to the community. Not with your uniform, with your everyday clothes on and hang out with us. See what it's like with us. Therefore, you can go back and you can report to your followers what to do. See, because it's too easy for followers to go do it and go back and lie. It's too easy for followers to not even take it seriously. But when a chief takes it seriously and he hands it down, because they, they, always, they always say it starts from the top all the way down to corruption within law enforcement. Well, the, the top is the chief. He's the one giving out the instructions. What you say about that, Dr. Jim? Well, let me let you in on this here. Um, our chief, Chief Jeff Leverett, had just retired. Um, so Shelby is in the process now of getting ready to get a new chief of police uh, as we speak. So they have an, uh, an, an individual that's serving as intern chief. So until they actually announce uh, a new chief, right now I think uh, he's, he's just the intern chief right now. But certainly I, I would engage in the fact about saying, hey, you know, I think a great thing would be for him, whoever this individual is that's getting ready to be announced as the new chief of police, to be united with the community, regardless of whatever they're at, regardless of whatever they're doing, wherever they may reside at, I, I think an ultimate goal should be to be united with everybody involved in Shelby, North Carolina, and not only just Shelby, just our county. Period. For for you know that un that that uniting individuals together would say a lot, as opposed to. Uh, Reluctantly saying, I don't want to go this route or this route or to this area or this area. You know, so I, I think being unified would be a great thing. Exactly. Because, you know, when, when when you have someone that high up in the community do something on that magnitude, not just do it one time just because ask. Do it and learn something from it and do it more. Not with just that same individual. Pick another individual out. Like today. I was taking a ride back from Greensboro and I stopped over and got gas. When I stopped over and got gas, uh, um, a white gentleman got off his car. He nodded his head to me. I don't know. I think I was smiling or something. I don't know what I was thinking about. And he, right. we got to talking about the weather. I didn't know he was from California. I didn't know he had 10 acres of land with a whole bunch of fruit trees on it. But after right. an hour and a half of conversating with him, I learned all that from this gentleman. Just because... I did not see color. I didn't see a difference right. in this individual. All I saw was a nice man. Right. And that's what we need out of the chief of police all over America, all over the world, is to see individuals as men. And when the, the chief sees individuals as men, able to talk to individuals as a man, and no less than a man, and he, he sends that down to his followers, Man, it's unified. It's over. It's done. That says everybody, a lot. Everybody in the community is skipping and hopping. Right. That says a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And not, not only that, but I, I think that type of thing can certainly send out a positive message to our community and one that should always be displayed regardless of where we're at and what we've got going on in our individual lives. I think one of the major things that is happening today is there's 
there's very little uh, individuals that's being unified with one another. Um, I think a lot of times that when we go out, we try to distance ourselves from from individuals as opposed to being unified with individuals. I think that's one of the major things that needs to happen in our society today is that we all need to be unified. Dr. Jim, I can see you having a unity in the community parade. <laughs> I could. Right. As you were talking, I was just seeing, I'm saying, Jim's vision, I can see it on a, a large scale. I mean, right. on nationwide television, you know, coming in. And exactly. What you think about it, there's a lot of communities that's messed up. Just like they say that, that you know, blacks move out of their community into a white community. Well, just up in Kingstown, there's been a great a number of uh, white family members moving into Kingstown, which was one right. all black community. Right. So, I mean, evidently something's going on great up in Kingstown. Exactly. If you don't know exactly. what Kingstown is, think of Pomegranate Church. They, they are doing... They are doing great things up in Kingstown, North Carolina. They are certainly doing a lot of great things. Matter of fact, they have a lot of great things that's on the horizon up in Kingstown. So you make sure you be on the lookout because they have got a lot of great things on the horizon. Within the next uh, uh, two or three months, um, and especially they've got Juneteenth on the horizon. Well, I don't want to let the cat out the bag for Kingstown, but be on the lookout. They got a lot of great things that's on the horizon for Kingstown, North Carolina. No doubt about that. At one point, I wish it would come back. I'd like to see it come back, and uh, I most certainly would come back to uh, patronize it. But at one point in time, Kingstown had its own grocery store, Big G Supermarket. It had right. its own gas station. These were black-owned now, people. Black-owned. Exactly. They had exactly. their own gas station, which was Ramsour's gas station. They also had their own laundromat, which was Ramsour's laundromat. They also had the uh, 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 what a uh, what you call a mechanic shop up there, which was Ramsour's uh, mechanic shop. And they had a beauty salon. Uh, the beauty salon was ran by Tracy. Um, oh my gosh, um, rest her soul. She passed away several years ago. But they had their own beauty salon there as well. They had right. things there, and I would love to see those businesses come back to kingstown because that's a like you said a great promising area a lot of land for people to come up there and build a nice wonderful home and enjoy the community there with all the other residents living there with you that city that city is the only city in the world that is named after the late great dr martin luther king jr mm -hmm. and i had several individuals uh, in the podcast a few weeks ago, um, Reverend J.L. Smith, uh, he's the pastor at Palmer's Grove. And we had him at the podcast and he was actually telling us about, you know, Kingstown, uh, the city and some of the special things that goes on up there. And he revealed that, you know, Kingstown is the only uh, city in the world that's named after the late great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., which I think is phenomenal. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And um, his relatives, not every year, but his relatives do come up in, in or some 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 format of, of his organization comes there to the uh, community, right? 
Uh, far as I know. Okay. Okay. So what's on the horizon for Unity in the Community with you this year, uh, Dr. Jim? We are planning, as I said, we've got it set for Saturday, May the 13th. We're in the process now of searching for individuals who's going to make this one of the, this particular one a dynamic one. Because what we want to do is continue to try and get individuals, everybody to see that everyone can be unified together through whatever type of event that is necessary. Hey, all we're trying to do is unify people. So by every means necessary, by any means necessary, long as it's positive, we want to get everybody unified together. We have some individuals that's coming in. Uh, I, I don't want to just let the cat out the bag too soon, but we have individuals that's coming in uh, that's going to make this event spectacular and magnificent, and we're just hoping for a great success and a great uh, turnout for it. That's great. That's great, Dr. Jim. And, and, and before I go on, let me take a minute to give big shouts, big shouts to Reverend Ricky McClooney and the Changes Church in Shelby, North Carolina. Big shouts. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you guys do for our unity in the community as well as WPCS Shelby Podcast. Thank you very much. That's great, Dr. Jim. Um, keep me posted on the May the 13th event, and if there's anything I can do or Urban Voice Media can do to uh, be a part of your event will be more so welcome to you know uh, open the doors and provide whatever we can um thank you other than that you also have something else coming up if i'm not mistaken black tie we have a black tie extravaganza we have it set for friday june the 2nd 2023 at the lagrange center in shelby north carolina from 7 to 11. Okay. So we are certainly looking for a successful event with that one there. And once again, if people want to tune into you tonight, where can they tune in with you at? They can catch me at 9 o'clock on Facebook for Slow Jam, after Slow Jam, after Slow Jam. Soft and warm, the quiet stone. I tell you what, Dr. Jeff, man, I enjoyed this. What I'm going to do, brother, I'm going to let you Go ahead and take us out. As you end your session every night at the uh, slow jam, at the slow jam, at the slow jam, quiet storm, soft and warm. If you will, please end this segment right here with your ending. All right, all right, all right. This is DJ Dr. Jim, along with my right-hand man, L.B. Lee, at the roundtable session. From all of us to all of you, it's providing the good Lord's willing. And of course, the creek doesn't rise. Then we'll get with y'all again, 9 o'clock p.m. tonight for Slow Jam after Slow Jam after Slow Jam. So until then, remember the three laws of always. Always believe in God. Always believe in yourself. And always love your family. I'm the good Dr. Jim, along with my right-hand man, LBB, at the roundtable session. From all of us to all of you, remember, Dr. Loves you all. And like last time, toodaloo, y'all. Peace. And we're out. We're saying bye-bye. See ya. All right, now, brother. All right, my brother, peace.